so you just like scroll up and then we're going all right so all you need to do is just like speak into the mic pretty much it's just like on the phone mic okay so uh it's max hype we're in the producer's corner we're in uh, new york city new york and i'm with the one and only do not short his name motherfucking dion timmer it ain't Dijon, it ain't Dion, it's Dion Timmer right here. I'm here with Proto Hype. Terminal we need a, formal, five. a formal introduction right here of, of who you all are. Right, all right, all right. Well, my name is Dion Timmer. I am from the Netherlands. I've been making music since I was like 11. And, and how been, old are you right now? I'm 18 now. I'm going to tour with Excision. We're out here in New York, Terminal 5, chilling. We're here with the whole crew. We got Figure coming out. We got Proto Hype last minute pulling up. Dude, we're just having a great time. Okay, so I'm here with Dion Timmer, and this is the producer's corner. So you're gonna learn some shit about music production. So the first thing I'm going to ask before we get into me and Dion's like what's really good between me and him is, what digital audio workstation do you prefer to use? I've always used Apple Studio. Um, it's always my go-to. I've used it since day one. It's just like it has. I've tried other DAWs, but. FL Studio has everything I need, and I wouldn't look into other DAWs for for, FL, for anything FL Studio has, because it's like, it's everything I need, man. Okay, so if you had to choose A or B, Fruity Loops or FL Studio? Oh my god, I would go to Fruity Loops. Okay, agreed. <laughs> really solid answer on Dion's part. Um, okay, so Dion and I have been playing on this tour... Really, Dion has been playing this tour. I've just been a part of the situation, yeah, which I've been lucky to be a part of it. And I've been having a blast DJing with him. And we've also been making music together. The truth is, we've been making music together for, what, almost four years now. Yeah, <laughs> we we've known really to, uh, yeah. yeah, we haven't released anything. But the, the bottom line is, is that... Uh, um, it's there, and it's coming. It's, it's, it's there, and it's, it's coming our way, right? Yeah, so a couple... So, dates back we did a little collab in the green room and uh, I actually worked on it yesterday did in the you? hotel room yeah man yeah it, it's because it's really tight and it sounds awesome I was sad cause we were just looking for an up. intro yeah I was making an intro okay Dion is sad because I didn't pull up but yeah. the truth is I didn't pull up beyond God's circumstances it wasn't meant to be if anyone knows me knows if I, if I could have been there I would have been there but regardless of the fact Dion handles it no matter what. That's no question. He has a blessing from all the big bosses. So yeah. let's uh, let's get into some uh, music production questions for Dion Timmer here. Okay. So one of my one of my favorite things about you know as me as a producer and slash fan of Dion Timmer is all of your interaction of vocals with melodies. You like seem to have these badass melodies. And also these like really cool pitched up, pitched down, whatever the fuck they may be, vocals. Where my question is here is where do you draw? Where's your main? I know there's obviously the main sources, but where's the main place that you're drawing your inspiration from? I would say the EU rave scene is a really good influence if you like look at all these happy hardcore DJs that used to do like the ravey, high pitched, sample based music. I kind of take my take the, take inspiration from that and like do my own flip and make the dubstep like pull from that I guess um, definitely the EU rave scene if you look at like genres like happy hardcore um, you like the nightcore stuff yeah 
which is like literally twitched up songs. Right. But um, yeah, mixed with dubstep and my own shit. That's just where I where I get it from, basically. Okay. Um, is Dion Timmer your real name? It is. The myth. Has Do you feel like absolutely blessed by the name gods oh, that yeah. your name is Dion Timmer? Parents. Shout out to my parents for real. Okay, what is your okay? The, so there, the, there are many names. <laughs> there are many names that that are like you know named this human. Yeah, What's yeah. your favorite nickname that that you have been nicknamed? Oh, Dijon Trimmer, for real. Dijon. You're just so wrong. Dijon Trimmer. Okay, so Dijon Trimmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you must understand that this is a play on Dijon, as yeah, in Dijon yeah. mustard. But it's even worse. It's but like, it's even worse because he like doesn't speak English, and he doesn't understand that it's, it's Dijon, not Dijon. And it's so technically Dijon Trimmer. So you're like out there trimming grass. Yep. Um, so that's awesome. Okay. If... Okay, um, new question. So, you're from the Netherlands. Yeah. Holland. Yes. Area. So, is there any way that you can tell the listeners the story of our first interaction okay. in your home area? <laughs> Here we go. All right, so, there's this event called 50 Hertz. It's in Amsterdam. It's Legend. basically one, one of the biggest... Um, dubstep events we have next to like Ignition, we got Rampage, Animals, but yeah, Fifth Year it's Amsterdam, Max got booked, so we pull up, we had a, it was a dope show, chilling, but like after the show, me and my homies and Max actually went on the train all the way to my homie's house for like, I mean, how long was that, like an hour, two hours, dude, we were chilling on the train for so long. We were playing jams. It was like 7 a.m. Sun was coming Blasting. Out. Blasting like Blasting the, like, the illest like Joker tuna ever. <laughs> like on a boom box, like an actual boom box. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like looking out the left window of this train. And I, all I see is just purple like lilac fields. And I'm like, there's no way this is like really happening. Like, like Dion actually came out in Amsterdam. Like I'd been there for like three weeks already by myself. So like to see another human was incredible. Hell yeah. At all. Let alone like go to random buttfuck, and then like the next day I had to go to Paris. So what is this like? This is like 5 a.m. and we go to like Dion's. Like first of all, like let it be written <laughs> slash spoken that every single one of Dion Timmer's friends makes incredible music, and oh, they should all yeah. give the shout out. Like you can shout them out right now. All shout out, Furiousim. Shout out, fucking. Frobo, dude. Yeah, dude. Frobo. Real talk. Real Honestly, talk. like these these guys just came out of nowhere and were like the tightest, like had the tightest music ever. Not only were just like very like nice and generous people and very hospitable, but and took me to their home. Little did I know, I was going to the Sound of Music like crib in fucking Holland, <laughs> and I get there and they're all dropping these beats that I'm like. Oh my god, I was like, Dion, like, literally, like, all of his friends are way tighter than any any young producer I've heard in the States, like, at all. So, bless up those guys, and that's the whole situation, and the way the story ends is I had to leave, because I had to get back, I had to get back to go to Paris, so I, I went on solo, Mish, and... Oh, come on. I did. I mean, I got walked. Oh, oh, hey, listen. It was a great experience, and I'm happy that I can tell the story about it. And it's a great story. But I did have to get back by myself. 
<laughs> and that's the catch. That is the catch. The catch of the whole story. We're All right. having fun, but like 11 a.m. Max, get the fuck. 11 a.m. Solo in Amsterdam, like by the Hard Rock Cafe in Amsterdam. Like, <laughs> let me get a burger, bro. Like, no, I, I went back solo. But anyways, all right. So back to the production questions with Dion. Okay, so clearly Dion Timmers is great at writing melodies and writing like very catchy hooks and the things that I personally enjoy the most out of making music. So when you sit down and you make music, whether it be making bass patches, making melodies, making drums, what part of making music gets you like the most stoked? Like when like, you know, like there's, there's always that moment in that like banger of a tune where you're like, yeah. yo, let's go. And then you look around, there's no one around you because you're by yourself. But like the point is, is that like you get hyped yeah, for that yeah, one yeah. second. So what gets you most stoked about music production specifically? Once you like, once you make a dope drop and you're like, oh shit, like, a week ago, I made a dope-ass intro. And you're, like, piecing them together, right? Right. And, it, and it's, it, it just sounds perfectly fine. That's when I'm, like... That's when I get really hyped. Because suddenly you have a playable tune. Right. That's like, fuck yeah. That's, like, where, where I get really hyped. When I get a playable tune ready to play out. And right now I'm on the Paradox Tour. So if I finish a playable tour, a playable tune, I can play it out the next day. And that gets me so hyped. Yeah. To see the reaction of the people. And I think what people, like, don't really get is that... When you're on the bus and you know not everybody can make music on the bus oh no you know but if you can then like when you make music on the bus then like you have every single night to like you test out the show like your mix sounds you know like i have a good tip for the people man if you're if you're an upcoming producer and you're spending all your money on monitors honestly i would kick back and get some good headphones because if you're planning to get out there and get on the road, man, you're gonna not you're not gonna bring the monitors with you. If you're able to mix down tunes in the headphones, in good headphones you're comfortable with, it's gonna be so much easier testing shit out live, mixing down tunes on the road. It's just a, it's a whole new world for sure. And you you limit yourself if you get a good pair of monitors. You just like only like used to those monitors. You really limit yourself in that way. I just want to like shout out Dion for a real pro ass answer. Yeah, man. Like a real OG answer. Like this is what happens when you go when you play fifty three shows in fifty eight days. Like you like you're, you 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 walk off as a pro. Like not if not as if Dion wasn't before, but like that's a that's a real fucking sure yeah, shot man. answer. And like shout headphones, out to that one. Headphones. Headphones. You need to be able to make music on the yeah. road. That's a fact. Like I always like get like people are like, oh, you make music in the hotel room, like. I'm like, yeah, I make music in the motherfucking hotel room. Like, yeah, I barely man. make music in like in my house next to my dog. Like, of course I'm gonna make music in my hotel room. Like, you always need to be able to grab inspiration wherever it may come from, and put it into a tune as and fast put it into as possible. whatever it is. You know, even if it's like something you throw away. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be worth it whatsoever. Um. Okay. So here's something that I a uh, question that I have from one of my students. Yeah. Um. How do you get your bass patches so wide, your stereo width? Like, so this is this was something that he was like, "Yo, I love Dion Timmer. His his music is awesome. His bass his, his bass his basses are awesome. His his drums are awesome. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. But you know, like I'm I'm really 
stoked about how like how big he fills the stereo field. Yeah, man. Is there I, anything special you do to to fill the stereo stereo yeah, field? You got this plugin called ADT. It's used as a. Who makes ADT? I honestly don't remember. I'm pretty sure. ADT is D is in dog. Yep, ADT. Okay. It's ADT. A, you heard it first. It's ADT. It's a vocal doubler, so it like it's used for vocals to like widen them. You know, it doubles okay. the sound and right. just like makes it stereo. What I do, I throw it on a bass, and after that, I put a Maximus. Maximus is a mastering plugin. You can use this. You can use any mastering plugin for this. And I just tighten the mids a little bit more, make them a little mono. You know. Yeah. With the highs, I keep really wide. So first you got the ADT widening the shit up, and then you put the mastering plugin on it, tighten the mids a little bit so it's not mad wide but sure. still pretty wide. Sub sub always mono, low end keep that shit mono. Sub always mono, let it be fucking Don't heard. Ever, ever sub always mono, please no, God. No. Don't okay. pull up with a stereo sub, dude. That shit, that shit's gonna sound terrible live. It's gonna sound terrible in speakers. It's gonna sound terrible at home. Um, just keep that in mind. Sub always mono, for sure. Okay, so we we we've nailed some solid producer questions with the young god Dion Timmer. He's on the tour with Excision right now. He's doing so well. I've had the opportunity and blessing to to go back to back with Dion, and it's just kind of brought back all my old memories. First of all, shout out Jimmy AFK. Yeah. Dude, first off, for every putting single time Jimmy for, has mentioned. every single time, and I make sure of it because I love Jimmy just as much as you do. So shout out AFK yes. for really uh, bringing some shine to Dion, as he if as if you know, like he, he would have gotten the shine regardless. But shout out AFK for really being a, a great dude and and putting on young thugs like motherfucking Dion Timmer. Um, so we're blessed to have guys like Dion on the tour, and. Uh, Dion and I have been working on a lot of music. Yeah, um, Big if you had, up. all right. So since this is the producer's corner, and we're gonna close the interview out with this question, if you had one production-specific secret to give that you think is like a boss move, okay. So if like for example, I'll lay this one out. Minimizing the stereo field before the drop and then blah, ready yeah, to drop yeah, that's, a, that's an old so like exactly yeah. like something like that do you yeah. have do you have anything like that that you could bless upon these people that that love you uh just even if it's not even a big deal just something that you your go-to production move yeah go-to for me is always making sure a tune can't get played out you gotta make sure your arrangement arrangements are right because if you're gonna have like a bar extra before the drop no one's gonna play out your tune Right. That's the thing. You gotta make your, sure your grit's on point. So you're Eight talking about arrangement right here. Arrangement is really important if it comes to like getting your tunes played out live. So in, in, in regards to that, when you mix, do you mix during the build-up and the test breakdown? Or Depends like... Depends on the tune, honestly. Um, some tunes have amazing build-ups and some tunes have a weak... I mean, a build-up that could be better. That's another thing. Build-ups, man... People should really start focusing on that more right now because I've heard some Agreed. amazing drops, but the build-ups just don't fit with it and it just doesn't go off live. That's the thing, kids should like start making their tunes more playable. I love all these tunes that are coming out now, but like once I get them on my USB and I'm trying to mix them in, it just doesn't work, which I hate so much because the tunes that are coming out right now all these new kids coming in, fucking killing the game. Yeah. 
it's yeah, it's sad, but yeah, man, get your arrangement on point, and your tune's gonna get played out, and right. you're gonna get big. All right, you heard it first from the number one, Dion Timmer. Arrangement is what matters. I agree with it 100%. You've got a break. You've got your intro with half your chords cut off, and then you've got a fucking breakdown, and then you've got your build up, and then you got your drop. No, you, but can, you can fuck around, but you gotta. I mean, this might sound kind of generic, and I know that everyone's been saying like, do your own thing and go wild. But when it comes to like making a tune, you want people to play out. You gotta have a solid build up. That's how it's supposed to go. Agreed. Uh, solid build up, one thousand percent. I used to call it when I like started doing like huge like thirty two bar build ups. I used to call it main stage dubstep. Yeah. Right. I mean, so like it's like main stage bass music because it's really the the like you know capturing the essence of building tension and yeah. getting that uh, like Definitely. right there yeah. and like you know tightening the grip right before the drop and just letting it go is maybe the most important thing out of everything another thing about making music on the road is you can test it out if you have a dope build up and it sounds good on headphones but you play it out live and it just doesn't go up you know if you exactly know what to change and what to do right that's a good thing about playing songs live so sure. so be in tune with your mix and know know what's going on with your mix and know that you you have complete control over the yeah. mix and you can fix it Luckily, Dion has the blessing of being able to play for huge crowds and yeah, be, man, being saying. able to see, you know, like, oh shit, like, oh, I forgot to add sub at fucking <laughs> 48 bars, you know, like. Yeah, but you don't even have to play in front of a crowd of like thousands. I mean, it could just be you. In it your does bedroom. help. It does help, but it could just be you in your bedroom mixing. Try and mix your, yeah, if you make a tune, try and mix it yourself, like on tractor on your desktop or something. See how it works out for sure. Exactly. Look at look at the waveform in Tractor or Rekordbox or Serato or whatever it may be. Look at the waveform and look at if if it doesn't get smaller before the drop, then you probably need to lower the volume. Like that's just the reality of it because the DJs are gonna lower the volume if you don't. So you might as well do it in the mix down. You know. That's how you got your tunes played out. And Anyways, final shout out from Dion. Actually, I just want to shout out the whole Dubstep community for killing it because, you know, we had that bump in 2011-12, but Dubstep is really coming back now, dude, and I'm fucking stoked on it. Yes. So, I want to give my shout out to Dion. Dion is my fucking dog. He's been my ride or die. This dude is a fucking amazing human. So, he <laughs> he's just going to carry on and carry up, you know what I'm saying? So, this is Max Hype, and then you're in the producer's corner. And thank you for listening. Keep on, carry on, swag on. Dogs are the best. Max out. Fuck yeah. Peace.